Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Ah, Lilinish Masimimirosi Rusbas Mordechai. Aguten Erev Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. While shopping for Abraminim in the beautiful Judaica store, the Lubavitch Center, West Orange, New Jersey, I noticed this beautiful sign. Shout out to the Tzadik who placed it there, and shout out to Rabbi Klar of the Lubavitch Center for welcoming the sign. 100%. Listen, if you're going to put up a sign and push Tyra, I'm going to push you. Only 15,000 people will see this, and they should go to, I don't know, the Lubavitch Center. If you live in Essex County, go check it out. Gemar Chasim Atoyeva, Pinny Taub, Staten Island, 81. Shkoyach Pinny. And then there's another sign in another Essex place. Our dear Chaver Noam Fix. I have no idea where his place is. It's on, in Queens somewhere, right? Noam Fix, Essex Row, Avi Sherman, myself, and Noam. Givaldik. It's in, the, in the, the window, not in the window. It's a home. That's Chaim Peretz Levine and Avi Sherman, the one that's closest to us. I want to show you an example of something you've discussed before, which is a child will mirror behavior from their environment. My child and many children have proclaimed, good morning, Raboy say, ah, my son now insists that he no longer, he is no longer Superman, Batman. He's now a cape-wearing Gemara superhero. Please see picture of his cape. Best regards, David Sutton, Hatzala F20, his kid's name is Avram. And this brought tears to my eyes, Bez Hashem, no tears now, but this is a response from Natan Cash nude. I was peaceful just after watching you read my email. All I could do is thank Hashem for letting me have a Rebbe who cares so much about me. It was amazing to see so many. I'm reading this Bedafka today that we have to increase Chesed, and I'm so moved by the amount of Chesed that goes on in our Chabura. To see so many people from all over the world calling me, texting me, sharing their personal stories, and giving me Chizuk, I really appreciate you and the entire MDY family. As you can see in the attached photo, this tzaddik, he's a true godl and chesed, this person. This tzaddik picked me up, took me out to eat, and gave me so much needed chizuk. Rebelli, you should know. Hi, okay. Here I go again. You should know your son is in very good hands. Shlomo, Shlomo Lazarian, showed me there's a lot and I have to learn when it comes to chinuch, and I need to take a step back and chill. Focusing on the relationship instead of the Yiddish guy, it's similar to, it's not about the dav, it's about the yoimi. My new mantra is, it's not about the Yiddishkeit, it's about the relationship. As a parent, it's hard to do it, do this when it's your own child, but I guess Hashem made me go through this past year's hardship in order to learn this valuable lesson. You're talking about a person who's very, very successful. He's very wealthy, very, he's on top of the world. He's a very famous DJ. He gave it all up for Yiddishkeit. And then he comes to Yisrael and he's, he loses his house, loses everything, and his mom is like, he's, he said he's homeless. It's unbelievable for Yiddishkeit. Hashem should give you nachas from all your children and strength to continue spreading Torah and guiding us all. Natan Kashnud, Here's a picture of Shlomo Lazarin on the right. Sadik Adar, Mamash Gola Adar Chesed, and Natan on the left. They should, they should both be zoicha to an unbelievable year of Yiddishkeit, of Ruchnius and Gashmius, and a lot of nachas from the kids. Chaim Reichbach, 72 shekel. Robert Strazinski, 36 shekel. Ronald B. Sterling, 36. Oh, so what I want to say is, as I walked in here, at 7.14, 7.14 is when the I asked for 100 people to be mitztarif to this. 100 was mitztarif at 7.14 a.m. Shear starts at 
Hashgacha Pratis. Maybe somebody's pushing on the groups. I have no idea. Anybody see anything? No? Ronald B. Sterling, 36. Adam B. Kaufman, 36. Elkhanan Pressman, 36. Yitzhi Grossberg, 36. Just like I had a problem, I said that Alex Mermelstein is my nephew, which he is, but there's another Alex Mermelstein who gave money. I said that Avi Mandelbaum gave $10. It was a different Avi Mandelbaum, but Avi Mandelbaum also gave $10. Interesting, a lot of people. Sean Steinberg, 36. Hananya Friedman, 10. Jack Warman, 10. Jay Berman, 36. Itzy Grossby, 36. Where am I holding? Yisrael Shalitsky, 10. Hilla Kamiansky, 36. Alan Bleich, 10. We're going to get to all the names. Ezra Abrams from Australia, 10. Brian Kessler, 52. Yishkoyach, Yudha Shub, 36. Jonathan Itzkowitz, 36. Marvin Diamond, 10. Mordechai Palak, 36. Isaac Schwade, 36. James E. Wolf, 10. Mordechai Binder, 101. Did we say his name yesterday? That's somebody else. Alan Gross, 36. Isaac Bemergi, 52. Another Bemergi. B. Sklan, 10. Eitan Weinberg, 10. Yeshua Greenfield. Boys, I have a tremendous sakharza type to every single person who's in Shtadav. It's an unbelievable thing. I forgot the number. We're at 367. That was the number that, that we needed to get to get to uh, 100 people in one day, in 24 hours. 367 people were in just in the last few days. Eitan Weinberg, 10. Yeshua Greenfield, 36. Shlemi Nussenzweig, 10. Yitzchak Hershkowitz, 36. Yitzchak Hershkowitz, the famous Yitzchak Eli Oretsky, 10. Maurice Mandel, 10. Peretz Chaim Levin, 36. Yosef Elbam, 10. David Sichel, 52. Mr. Jeremy Cohen, 10. Zevi Grossman, 36. Eduardo Jacobo Treisman, 10. Amishav Bressler, 10. Menachem Zwiebel, 36. Yossi Azulai, 101. Tell me when to stop. No, I'm just kidding. Mark Meisler, 52. Mikhail Amino, 52. David Dimbert, 36. Chaim Shub, 36. Nisano Gans. We'll stop by Nisano Gans. Nisano Gans, $101. Yeshur Koyach. Everybody said we're holding my bread. Oh, we have sponsors for today. The Koyal sponsored anonymous donation. Yeah? You got anonymous? Shkoyach. Before we start, what's your name, Tzadik? Mati Weinrib. Shkoyach from? Mansi. I see a little guy there. Hey, Shalom Aleichem, what's your name? I'm Rami, Shalom Aleichem. Danny Kramer. Danny Kramer. Anonymous donation for the Koilol for the day. Mesechta. The second sponsor of the Mesechta, Jeff Rosner, in Schos, my son, Yosef Simcha Chaim, Ben Sorachana, Rufu Shleima. The rest of the Mesechta, official Mitzvah motivators, Avro Menashe Ben Chana, Brachor Rufu Shleima. Sponsor of the month. Paras HaChodesh. Lina Nishma Zechari Ben Moshe. Paras HaChodesh number two. By the Lach and Lebevik family is Lakewood, New Jersey. Because Toiro is the best Zegula. Paras HaChodesh number three. Refor Shlema Yechezka Ben Leia. Paras HaChodesh number four has this chos. That Hashem should watch over me and ensure that I'm completely healthy. Admei Avestrim. Paras HaYoyim. Joel and David Dimbert. We just had his name over there. The Oilom should be Zoycha. Tagmar Chasimet Toiva. And a year of health and happiness. Amei Yishkoyach David Dimbert. Buy his coffee. Pinchas Akilov, happy birthday, Manuel. Wish you all the best. Now, thank you for all your support. Have an easy fast, everyone. Bracha to everyone. All right. So, first of all, I have to ask Mechila from the Oilom. It's Ervin Kipper. I'm sure I insulted a bunch of people between Roshan and Kipper, so please forgive me. I should probably do that at the end of the huh? 
Yeah. Rabbi Shomberg, you might me. Yosef, you might me. Lauren, I'll go through every name now. Okay, you know why we didn't do that? Just be. Mo- you have to be Moichem Yavi. Don't make any Tanayim. I just want to say the quickest Vart ever, the Kovid Yom Kippur, the Satmar Rav. Because I'm Litvish, I want to say something Chasidish. Satmar Rav says that in our days, we don't have to do Sigufim and Tanesim. It's not, we're, not, we're not on the level. It's the biggest Siguf and Tainus, and it's unbelievable what he says, is to break a bad habit. For, to break one bad minigrad that we have, one bad habit is the biggest siguf tainus. It takes it takes a cake. So that's something that we have to think about on Yom Kippur. The Halakha Mishnah sponsored by Moshe Cohen, the Schos for living that Torah and continue that slogan Parnasa. If oh no, where do we get to? Where? Oh, Amalei Nachman Ravuno. Lerav the Omar Goiva Iker. Yeah? Lerav the Omar, you have it? It's like two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve lines from the bottom. If we say that a get, with a get, you collect the main part of the Ksuba, the 200, Lechosh, Dilma, Mapka, Gita, Baha'i, Beidina, Begavia. So now she has a get in her hand. She'll keep on going and collecting 200 in this city, 200 in the next city. I have a great idea. Take a punch hole and, and punch a hole in it. I want to get married with it. I need to use this get. Says the Gemara, the Karin and Lev, the Kasmin and Gabay, we do. Here, I, I brought this. Here's a, a license. Maybe I should put my finger here. This is a license from Chicago. So what they do is they punch a hole in it. What does it do? I can't drive with this. But I could use it sometimes and show the Department of Motor Vehicles. Look, I had a license. I, I, you could, this stuff you could do with this. You can't drive with it. It's, 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 it's expired as a punch hole, but there's other things you can do with it. It's not, it's not garbage 100%. You can use it sometimes. You can prove that you used to have a license, whatever it is. For, uh, me, myself, I'm going to take this. I don't, I don't even have an Israeli license yet. Every time I get pulled over, I speak in a perfect Hebrew, and I give them my passport, and they say, I just came in. They, never, they can't give a ticket. But if you want to bring, I'm trying to bring a car in now, and I say, well, you can't bring a car. And also, my insurance on my car doesn't really exist because I don't have a license. It's a problem. So what they're saying is, show that they, but they, you have to have five years of experience. Now, my, I have a new license. So this will be proof that I used to have, hey, look, five years. No, because it's expired, it's not They won't accept it. They won't accept it. They won't accept it. I'll fill up the hole then. Okay, you just ruined the whole shear. So what I'm going to say, so this is worthless. Yeah. It works, it works. Anyway. Saying I only drive from here to the Kolo, back. From here to the Kolo. That's it. I don't like go. Okay. Why is that Lashon Hara? Who said that? Okay. I'm Michael. Michael, Michael. <laughs> but if you say that it's red, because you write on the back of it, 
we rip this. Yes, it has a punch hole in it. It's 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 not a valid get. You can't you can't take money with it. But at least you can prove that you were divorced. There's two things going on here. The reason why we we tore it up, we tore it a little bit to show that you can't collect money from it, but you can use it as a get. The official mission, the Halakim mission. Moshe called Mischos for leaving that Torah and continuing that Zalchem also. Shnei Gitin u'shtei Ksubos. If a woman shows up with two Gitin and two Ksubos, here's the picture. She has a Ksuba. Then she got divorced. And to the same man, she gets married again. Ksuba, same clothes, same everything. Shnei Gitin, shtei Ksubos. Goiva, shtei Ksubos. Each get is going to show another date. One is uh, in the 2020, one is in 2022. Two different dates. So she could collect two ksubas. Her husband gave her two ksubas for two different marriages. But what if you have a ksuba after a ksuba and one get? Or one ksuba was used for two marriages. You can do that. You get divorced, the person gets divorced, Leilainu, and they schlep it out, he doesn't pay up the ksuba, and then they decide to get married again. So they're basing the marriage on the first ksuba, or, ksuba viget umisa. You see what's going on here? There's a ksuba in step one, then they get divorced in step two, step three, they get remarried, step four, he dies. So by him dying, he owes her a ksuba. By him divorcing her in step two, he owes her another ksuba. In a goiva, el ksuba achas, in these cases, there's only one ksuba. Why? When a person divorces his wife and he takes her back, he's using the original ksuba, and that's it. Says Gemara, let's say she has two ksubas. The first one, Says the 200. There's the two different dates. Bahai Gavio, Bahai Gavio, one has more money than the other. She could pick and choose. It doesn't say which one she has to use. If somebody produces two documents, one after another, obviously, if there's a second document, the second document takes precedence. Why? Because it cancels out the first document. It's it's a renewal of the first document. I'm explaining what the first document is. I'm adding whatever. It says, We already explained what's going on over there. Oh, oh let me do that again. That, that was cool. The whole point is that's hidden. If I hide it behind the, the MDY thing. Now, check out what happens. Uh, if he adds something to the Ksuba, he made it a Tosefes Ksuba Kasve. He's he's, add, he's showing that he he wrote it because of that dekel Hanami with the Oisif law. He added to it. Tanarabana. Hoitzio get Ksuba Umisa. Not this. This. Where? Let me just make sure I'm at the right. No. Okay. Let's use this guy. Okay. She has a get in Ksuba Umisa. The husband dies. And now she's claiming that he owes her two Ksubas. 
So it depends. Im get If there's a second marriage here, in other words, there's a get and then another marriage and then another ksuba, garbage takes ksubas. Then she has the right to collect two ksubas. Why? Because there's another, another um, occurrence, another, what do you say? Um, something happened there. There's another marriage. It's not that she, in the one marriage she had two ksubas and the second ksuba cancels out the first. There was a get and there's another marriage, so she gets another ksuba. So she got another ksuba, she could collect two ksubas. Ksuba koydem is the get. However, if it's like in the case that we had ksuba ksuba get in a goy vele ksuba achas. Then she only is entitled to one ksuba. Because if you divorce your wife and you take her back, so it depends. A person can come with two ksubas and she can collect two ksubas. The same person comes with two ksubas and doesn't collect two ksubas. Because it depends. If there's a second marriage in there and the second ksuba comes after the second marriage, so I know that the second ksuba was in addition to the first ksuba. But if she's not, she comes with the two ksubas together in one marriage. So the second ksuba was to cancel the first ksuba. Says the Heiligen Mishnah, sponsored by Moshikon, for Libanat Torah, and continue that slacha in Parnassah this year. This is the year. That's it. Well, we kind of missed it, no? Rosh Hashanah. From Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. Katan, she see how you could still do mitzvahs and still flip that scale. Katan, she see how you you have a katan whose father married him off. Mamish, not a, not a legal situation. And the father wrote a ksuba. The, this marriage is not even a Durabana marriage. A father has the right to marry off his daughter, but he doesn't have a right to marry off his son. And then the son becomes a gadol. Ksubaso kayemes. The original ksuba that was written when he was nine years old keeps on going today. Shamanas Kane Kima. The marriage continues. That's why he kept her when he was 13. Like that uh, woman that was complaining to her husband. Says, you never say I love me. So I said, listen, I said I love you in the Yichud room. If anything changes, let me know. <laughs> Until that point, I don't have to say it every day. Okay, so I'm asking Kima. You, you're keeping this wife based on what happened five years ago. And five years ago, I wrote you a ksuba. Yes, I was a cotton. It was not a great that. But you could say over here, pimalitza, because it's Arab Yom Kippur. We've got to be serious. Uh, the Pazik says, Harbe, it's Voynech Vehiroinach. Right? That's the Klala that Baruch who gave Chava. So what's it's Voynech? What's it's Voynech? Anybody? Tsar Gidobarim. Gemara, Rashi says it over there. And your pregnancy. What comes first? First you get pregnant. Then you have a kid in Tzargil But the Torah says it's Vaynech first. Tzargil And then based on this Mishnah you can explain it. For, she married a nine-year-old. So she's Megadalim. She's a Tzargil And then she got pregnant when she's older. Okay, fine. Zog. The Mishnah. Gershon is Gairo. Same thing with the Ger. He... Was married to him. He's a gadol. Everything is good. He wrote her ishta imai, and he shinzgari ishta imai. They became gerim together. They had the transition together. Ksubasakayam is the ksuba that they had when they were goyim. Continues into the marriage. Shamanas kima. Even though he didn't rewrite the ksuba, it's the same ksuba. 
You know what continues into the next marriage? When a person becomes a gadol, when a person becomes Jewish, only the basic, the standard. The added stuff, the extra million dollars that he sticks into the ksuba, that doesn't go along with them. Why? The ksuba is considered a piece of shard. It's nothing. It's a piece of garbage. It has no value at all. Just what? We have a Tnai Bezdin. Bezdin come along and say, listen, I don't care if you wrote a ksuba or not. We had this yesterday. <coughs> Automatically, a person gets a ksuba. Whether he writes it or doesn't write it, the ksuba is there. So, Mamela, what does Bezdin write? Bezdin writes the standard, the 100 and the 200. Taisa sticks in, I'm just saying it quickly. Taisa sticks in that the Chiddush then would be over here that even though this person is a Bu'ula, especially if she's a guy that became a Jew or a Katan who's married for a few years and then became a Gadol, she's a Bu'ula. Bezin or Mechai have a nuksub of 200, not a nuksub of 100. It's a nice Chiddush. But I have a question. It says, huh? Very, very, thank you. She does have the extra stuff, the extra million goes along with her as she grows up, as he grows up, as they become Jews. All the extra goes with them. It says, if they added something to the ksuba, they were mechadish, the ksuba, they added some extra stuff, then she gets the extra as well. in Rav Yehuda says that the, she has the extra, she gets extra, but it says only if they added it after they became Jewish, only if they added it after it became 13, not if it was there originally. Says the Gemara, Eima, af Okay, so we have to, you're right. According to Rabbi Yehuda, we have to be doichek a little bit. It doesn't mean chitshu, af Even what they added out, but certainly what they had before. Says the Gemara, but there's a brisa that says, not like Rabbi Yehuda. It says, chitshu noiteles mashachitshu. If they were, if they added, then she gets. Loi chitshu, that's how, loi chitshu, if they didn't add anything extra, now, today, she only gets up to 200. She only gets the standard. It says Mephorosh in another price. To you to the Rabbi Yehuda, in fact, it's a good kasha. Rabbi Yehuda, Masnisa Natisa, says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda simply was mistaken by the law. When it says that she has a Ksuba Kayemes, it's there. He thought it's literally whatever Ksuba is, it's kayam, it's good, you could use it. What the Mishnah meant, the Mishnah meant was the standard part of the ksuba, not the whole entire ksuba. The new Mishnah is sponsored by Moshe Kohen. And continue that sloth and parnasa, daf, tzadik, tzayim, what else? Tzadik, you should be a tzadik and you keep it. Kishboch is Menaka, our Averis, and we come tzadikim. Okay, Misha Haya Nasu Shtein Nashim, Umeis. Person was married to two women and he died. I wonder why. 
So his obligation to the first wife comes first. He was married to her first. So he owes her the money first. So if there's only a certain amount of money left over, it goes to the first woman for Iksuba, not to the second one. And we're going to see that sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes it goes to the second one, not to the first one. The Yarshir is Shaina, The Yarshim of the first one are before anything that has to do with the second wife, even the wife in herself. Her Yarshim, one set of Yarshim, the mothers died, so the, 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 the Yarshim take over. They come, the first set comes before the second set. Now, the Mishnah is going to be discussing a concept that we learned, and maybe we forgot a little bit about it, but at least well, it's somewhere there in our brains. The idea of Ksubas Bonin Dichrin. Remember that? Okay. Ksubas Bonin Dichrin. It says in the, in the Ksuba, it's in the bottom two lines over here. A husband promises his wife that any boys that you have from me, are going to inherit your ksuba, meaning not the other boys from my other marriage, your boys are going to inherit your ksuba. Meaning, as we explained then when we learned it, that if anybody wants to look into the sugi, dafnum beis, we want her father to produce, to give her. Even now I'm recalling, like the father will shtach his own daughter, not give her because he's scared. Okay, fine, but... We want him to give his daughter and be large with her and not worry that other children from another marriage are going to take what he gives her. Gives her a nice car and then comes a boy born to that father but not to his own daughter and takes half the car. It's not fair. So anything that he, he's going to be guaranteed father, whatever you give her, you put into the marriage, you put a nursing home into the marriage, it's going to go to your descendants, direct line from her to her sons. And then everything else that, the, that, that her husband has will be divided equally between all his boys that he has from different marriages. But whatever came in from her marriage goes to, that's Bonim Dichren. We're going to be discussing Bonim Dichren very extensively today. The Bonim Dichren is a Yerusha. You see, Bonim Yerson, you see that word? All the way in the bottom line, the, the, the right word, Yersun. Maybe Yosef, if you could highlight it, it would be beautiful. Something to do today. Everything, Kipper. Yersun. Mom's like the shortest day of the year. Yersun. It's a Yerusha versus a Chayv. What comes first? A loan. If the father owes money to somebody and the father owes this Yerusha, for instance, what comes first? A loan comes first. You have to pay off the debt first. So in Mela, we're going to see there's enough community here. Says the Mishnah, He marries the first one here. So let's see if it's... Uh, this trend. Not this one. Oh. Here we go. Step one is he marries a woman. Five talents. Step two, she dies. So when she dies, this is the, 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 the conversation here. Does she deserve this Banam Dichrin? Perhaps the classic example of Banam Dichrin is that the two wives die, then the husband. And then we make sure that her descendants get 
her property. But over here what happened was, it's a little different. She dies before her husband. And he marries another woman. And then he dies. One, two, three, four. He married one woman, she died. He married a second woman and he dies. When he dies, he owes the second wife. He owes her a ksuba. That's called a chayv. That's a loan, sort of. It's, she's a balchayv. He's a balchayv to her. But the second in step two, when she dies, the husband in the green jacket, he owes her a Yerusha. It come, it's a Yerusha, not a chayv. It's her belongings that have to go back to her. So what happens is, Nasa Shushanu Mesa, Nasa Shnia, and then he marries another wife, Umesu, and he dies in step four. Shnia Vyershel, the second one, The Yerushalmi lady is before the five towner. Why? Because the Yerushalmi lady has a chayv. The Ksuba is a chayv. Banim Dichrin is a Yerusha. Chayv comes before Yerusha. We're not talking about a Banim Dichrin for the Yerushalmi lady. We're talking about a straight out Ksuba. 200. He owes her 200 Zuz. 200 Zuz is a loan. Uh, whatever it is, uh, what's the difference if he owes it to the Shami lady or he owns 200 zuz to the grocery store? It, it's a loan. It's only Midrabana. To, to appease the father, it's really the husband gets it and he and it should go to his kid. It's a Dirabana. There's a, I heard a story here. A, a guy, there's, some, there's something called a, rever, a, rever, a reverse mortgage. Reverse mortgage. They call it in Hebrew. Basically, it's for elderlies. They have a, a nice house, apartment. They, they take money, equity on their house, on their apartment. They don't pay any mortgage. They don't pay anything until they die. When they die, then they have to pay the whole thing up. So what they gain is, they gain a lot of money right today. But... It adds up, the interest starts accumulating. And, and every month, instead of paying the mortgage, they throw that into the pile and that you, you pay mortgage on that mortgage, on that piece that you owe. And it, could, it just becomes, sometimes they lose the entire house. The whole value of the house goes to the bank. But the old guy, he, he needs money. So he's over 60 years old. and he does. So a guy went and did a reverse mortgage on his apartment, on his house, so he could buy one of his children a, a dira. So the other child came and he said, Ta, it's not fair. Because everything that you own, your entire apartment is going to go to the bank. We're going to get zero so that this guy can get a... He says, you know what? I'll make it easy for you. I'm taking you out of the will right now. Completely. <laughs> the point is that when he dies, they have to pay the bank 100%. The bank comes first. It's a chayv. You have to understand that. A chayv, a chayv comes first. Yerusha comes second. So first lien, exactly, first lien. So first lien goes to the second one. So the second one comes to be first to first. Okay, says the Gemara. Wow, we have a nice sugi going on here. It says in the Lashen Kodemes, she's before. The second is before the first. The Gemara wants to darshan, make a deal. And the Gemara is going to flip it also. You can go both ways. She's just before. kind of. But let's say the first ladies, her, they come in and they grab stuff. Great. Okay. Whatever you grab, you grab. What? 
No, 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 what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we're talking about the Rasha. Talking about the Rasha. He's right. The first one is before the second one. It doesn't say that the second one has zero. It just says that the first one is before. It's the same idea, but we're talking about the Rasha, not the same. If the first one, the 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 second one comes and grabs, it's a good fisa. You see from here, you have two, yo, two people money. First lean and second lean, like you said. One lean occurred 10 years ago, the second lean is today. So of course you have to pay the first lien first. But the second, the, the second bank came and grabbed stuff. You see from over here, that's okay, it works. It doesn't work. And what is it, the Lushen before, that this, the first one comes before? No, it doesn't literally mean before. It means completely 100%. And I'll prove it to you. Kidisnan, it says the famous thing, Ben Kaidim Labas. When it comes to inheritance, a son comes before a daughter. What if the daughter grabs stuff? You take it away from her. It's zero. Daughter is nothing when there's a son. So there also. The second lien is nothing when there's a first lien. Igadami, and some learn in Fakar, like Tani, Im From the fact that it doesn't say that you take it out of her. From the fact that it says we don't take it out of her, you see, you didn't take it out. Why doesn't it should say you don't take it out of her? No, because you do take it away. From here we'll say the opposite of what we said a second ago. From this mission, you could prove that if this, the second lien comes and grabs, we take it away from it. Says Not true. There's no proof from our Mishnah. We're, we're working on lashonis, on wording. The reason why the wording is a little off is because we want it to match. In the Seifa, it says the second one in the Yarshim are before the first one. Now, in the Seifa, in this case that you see on the screen, then we have a, Yer, a Yerusha and a Chayv. We said there's no grabbing here. Yarshim can't grab. They can't go before the bank shows up and grab before the bank. No, bank is first and there's nothing but a bank. So over here, obviously there's no tfisa. But we use that lashen. So we're going to mimic that lashen also in the reisha. Even though it's not the best lashen in the world. Okay. So now, sponsored in honor of my uncle, Rebbe Chonim Pressman, as it's for a year filled with mazel brachon atzlacha. As it's chos, to continue being able to support Torah and to finish shas with the rebellion. So again, bottom dichen. The, the assets that the wife brings into her marriage, they go to her male sons. Well, sons are usually male. They go to her sons. But usually the way it is, is a person has two wives. One wife brought in $10 million worth of assets. The other one brought in zero. And they both died before the husband. So then we have Bonham Dichrin. We say, don't worry about it. We'll take care of the wife that brought in the $10 million. We'll give her sons all the assets. Then whatever the husband has left over, we'll, we'll divide equally between all the sons from the first marriage to the second marriage. But over here, what happened? You see in the picture, the first one died. And the second one didn't die. The husband died before the second one. 
Is there a bonim dichren in this case? We explained the Mishnah that it's a case of bonim dichren. Is there a bonim dichren in this Mishnah? You could explain the Mishnah differently, that it's not talking about the Ksuba bonim dichren, it's just talking about regular Yerusha in the Mishnah. Perhaps, and we're going to see this in Machloikas, does, does, does the idea of bonim dichren exist when the only one woman died and the second woman didn't die? The second woman outlived her husband. And what happens in this case? The guy dies. In step four, he dies. Now, there's a ksuba for the, for, the, for the second wife and a yerusha for the first wife. But Mechite says the first wife should get her yerusha when the second wife is still alive. Maybe it's when they're both dead, then the first, then the, the, each one gets a yerusha. Each one gets a bonim different. Huh? Because she's only the Rabbanon. Bonin Dichon is only the Rabbanon. And the, the second wife has, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, all, there's, only, there's only, yeah, of course. There's only, there's only enough money for, 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 for whatever we're dealing with over here. So, Shmami no, class. We can learn from our Mishnah three things, says the Gemara, to start off with. And the Gemara is Doichet. Shmami no, you see from our Mishnah, Achaz Bachayi Achaz this case that we see on the screen. That one died when he was alive, one died after him. One died later. That the woman, the, in step two, her sons get the ksubas What's going on here? Because, hold on one second. Yeah. No, no, shouldn't make a difference when he married the second wife. The point is when the, f- the first one died, compared to when the second one died. Anyway, so real quickly, we have a, a serious sugya in four minutes. Okay, now, what's the concern? The first wife's kids are getting a Yerusha. The second wife's kids are getting paid off like Suba. That's a chayv. Perhaps, and that's it, that's all the money that's left. Perhaps the, the, the kids of the second wife are going to be upset. We didn't get to inherit our father at all. The only people that inherit our father are the kids of the second wife, of the first wife, in step two. That's not fair. They got a Yerusha, we didn't get a Yerusha. Unfair. That's what always happens, right? That's uh, the biggest fights in families. He got a Yerusha, I didn't get a Yerusha. No, we're not choshish for that. You see over here, we're not choshish. They get the Yerusha. The second wife's kids get paid off a ksuba, Shalma Yisrael. Why? How do I know this? From the fact that it says that the second wife and her inheritors are before the Yarshim of the first one, they're only before whatever. They get the Ksuba before. But if there's enough, then the first one, the first wife, gets the bottom Dichrin. And we're not concerned that they get a Yerusha and they don't get a Yerusha. Okay, we had this halacha, don't get nervous, we had this halacha already. When it comes to Ksuba's Banim Dichrin, since Banim Dichrin, that whole idea, concept, is the Rabbanim concept. So they made a Gzeira, remember this? We learned this. The only way you could get a Ksuba's Banim Dichrin, if there's a little Yerusha left over, called, let's call it a dinner, a certain amount of money, that you can invoke with that money, a real Yerusha, a Dairais Yerusha, split it up, take the dinner, give a little bit, a little bit. Then I can do it with the Rabbanon Yerusha. 
But uh, the Rabbana and Yerusha can't take over everything and, and, and get rid of the entire Yerusha, a Daraisa halacha completely. Chacham didn't want that. They want a little extra. But where, where's the extra in our case? The only, there's no money left over. He got his bottom dichrin, and there's no, where's the dinner? Doesn't say anything about a dinner. Oh, you know where the dinner is? I paid the second wife for ksuba. There's money left over, I gave it to her. So you see from here, paying off one of the kids is considered that there's a dinner left over. We'll see that there's a manoma that says that it doesn't, that doesn't count. Because one kid is getting something, but not giving. You need to have a dinner that you can give and spread out to everybody equally. Over here, one kid is getting a ksuba, and you, you want to count that as a Yerusha. Says the Gemara, how do we view this Yerusha of Banam Dichrin? Is it a Yerusha or is it a Chayv? Big Nafkimina. If it's a Chayv, it's a loan, then I could go after people that bought property beforehand. If it's Yerusha, whatever he has now, that's it. Shalma Yisrael. Over here you see that it's Shalma Yisrael. Why? This Okay, you give everything to the second. Look at the, over here. It's a chayv, chayv. So, okay, you pay off the, the second wife after the guy dies. So let the first wife come and grab everything from the second wife. There's a shibud. And who was first in this marriage? Who was first to the chayv? The first one was first. So let her come and take it. Oh, you see, no, you can't go after people that collect already. Whatever's left in the pot, that's it. Masculine Ravashi, so now Ravashi challenges this and throws it away. In this case, we see this is step one. one. In step two, she died first. And then in step three, she didn't even die. In that case, at all. There's no, there's no concept of Banan Dichrin. That whole idea let's appease the father in law and da da da, that doesn't exist in this case. Only when the two wives die. Umay Koidman. So, but. But we read it in the Mishnah. No, they didn't say in the Mishnah this idea. No, our Mishnah was talking about something else, not Banim Dichrin. Lenachlaktani, just regular Yerusha. That what? The father left over Yerusha. The second wife gets her, her kids get, not the first. So then, why is it called the inheritors of the wife? They're not inheritors of the wife, they're not, not inheriting her assets, they're inheriting their father. So why is it called Yerusha'er Rishayna? They have no connection to the first mother. No, we're just trying to describe them, to identify them. Who, who gets what? The sons of the first wife. The sons of the, we're not talking about the Yerusha of the first wife. We're just identifying them, says the Gemara. We're just identifying them. And this other ride that you brought me, that the Ksuba is counted as extra money left over, that dinner... No, no riot from here. The, the mission is talking about a case that there's a dinner on the side. Why is it not mentioned? Rashi talks about it. Because that's the next mission later on. Here we're going to learn tomorrow. Matsyim Kippur, Matsyim Kippur, 9.30 after I eat. Yishmak, and I have to make all my charts. Come back here, maybe 10 o'clock, 10.30. Don't worry about it. We'll start. Don't worry, Yosef, you can play your ball. Okay, so... Sukkah, build your sukkah afterwards. Kishlavana Mendi says the whole thing. The bottom line is that we're talking about a case of a dinner. Who said the, the Mishnah doesn't have room to say all the halachas? That's not the point of the Mishnah. There's an extra dinner, not extra dinner. That's not the point of the Mishnah. There is an extra dinner. We're not using the ksuba 
as extra. Wow, we're going to have a lot of work, Motzi Yom Kippur. Okay. By the way, the Gemara says, this idea, whether there's a concept of Bonin Dichrin, do you give money to the first woman who dies, her sons, you give her back her assets? Do we do it or not? It's This chart that we have over here, the first kids tell the second kids, yeah, you're right, like it says, the first the second wife is Bachoy, the first wife is Yerusha. In other words, Utsu, by me it says Vatseyu, I don't know why. Okay, the, they tell them, listen, you take the Ksuba, there's a Chayv, great, you take Ksuba. We want everything else. All the leftover we want for ourselves, in other words, they're the only ones that are getting a what? An inheritance. No, this is what he's saying. They lost it. There is no Banim Dichrin, says Rabbi Kiva. There's no Banim Dichrin. Step two, there's no step two. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna divide the Yerusha equally, no problem, but they don't get a Ksuvah's Banim Dichrin. My love, so the Gemara says, The Gemara we have a Machalist Tanoim. The Ma'ar Sovah, Ahaz B'chayi, Ahaz B'moyse, Yeshna Ksuvah's Banim Dichrin. That is, that's the machlaikis, whether or not there's a bottom different in a case where the wife, the, the first wife dies and not the second wife. Should we go two lines more? Yes, yes. No, even Rebbe Kiva agrees that if the wife dies first, one wife dies, the other wife doesn't die, there is a ksuba's bottom different. In other words, Rabbi Kiva admits that this bottom dichrin is. Over here, what's going on? It's a case where there's no extra money involved. No extra money. But we said you can't do a bottom dichrin if there's no extra money. Because then it comes out the what? That a dirabban on halacha gets rid of a deraisa idea of Yerusha. The Torah says there's Yerusha. How can Chacham come and undo that? The answer is there is a little bit of a Yerusha. And that's the machlekes, is it considered a Yerusha or not? What? I'm paying, in step three, I'm paying that, that, that woman's kids her ksuba. I'm taking assets from the dead man, all his remaining assets, and paying a ksuba. Her kids got something, the kids of the first lady gave something. Is that considered that there was a dinner left over that everybody divided equally? You hear? Some people got, some kids got, some don't. That's exactly here. No, when everybody comes together, all five children from five different marriages come together and pay off a loan to the bank, that's considered a dinner. Why? Because they all did it collectively. But over here, Three out of the five kids are giving two kids. That's not collective. That's why there's a machlagis. Have a wonderful day. I hope you're all moichel me. See you. Matzol. Matzol Yom Kippur.